everybody. You're listening to so many sequels. Season three. Season three. That's right. Season three. Yeah, I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. I'm Garrett. And I'm David. We are back for season three. We actually were back um, with our Oscars show. Well, yeah. But this is the first kind of regular episode, getting right. back into uh-huh. uh, reviewing uh, movie sequels and all that stuff. Yeah, one so, could say so many sequels. There are so many of them. Uh, today on the show, well... So you typically every year we start off with something pretty big, a mm-hmm. big franchise mm-hmm. or something meaningful. Uh, you know, we did Star Wars to launch. Yeah. Then we did um, Indiana Jones. There Indiana. you go, that one. And now we're going to do the Lord of the Rings. That can only be one. But Peter will Jackson's be Lord of the Rings. There will actually be three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they will all be precious. They're, they're Andrew's favorite movies, I think. Although I feel like if we quizzed him on Lord of the Rings stuff, he would get them all wrong. Oh, it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Oh, wait. That reminds me. There's actually a... You found a BuzzFeed quiz. I did, yeah. find, I did find a BuzzFeed quiz that I've been testing. Andrews. Cool. Well, I'm excited to play that later. Uh, got to find it, though. Yeah, well, I, I'm we've, not. we've got a whole show. <laughs> we got a whole show. <laughs> Uh, so, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring is the one we're, we're talking about. All right. Came out in uh, uh, 2001, December 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Peter Jackson, starring uh, Elijah Wood, Ian McKellen. Sir. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Does uh, he like the sir? I don't, I don't think he likes the sir. He doesn't normally go by the sir. Patrick Stewart. Now, he's a big sir. What are you talking guy. about he doesn't normally go by some the people sir? Don't, some people I don't goes by the sir. He does, but I don't think it, he cares that much. Like I, I mean, think Sir Patrick Stewart, might like, make him feel he's one of those where it's like... You call him a shark. Why are you trying to I'm not. I'm not. I, I remember Don't Ian McKellen talking on a <laughs> thing, a talk show, where he was like, Making fun of Patrick Stewart about it, he was like, "I don't care if you call me sir." Now there are some people I know who really care, and he was he was the one that did it. Wouldn't mm, me? I love right. me some Sir Pat. Well, also in this movie are uh, Liv Tyler, Viggo Mortensen, Sean Astin, Kate mm-hmm. Blanchett, John Rice Davies, uh, Dominic Monaghan, Orlando Bloom, Sean Bean, Sean Bean, Hugo <laughs> Weaving, Andy Serkis, oh, Andy Serkis, and that's enough. Yep. Uh, there's other people, but that's enough. Did you mention Kate Blanchett? I did. Okay. You just didn't listen, which yeah. is typical. You were too busy thinking about Sean Bean. I was thinking about Sean Bean. Which is also typical. <clears throat> so, um... <laughs> I'm a big fan of my nicknames for all these people. <laughs> <laughs> Boromir? You'll see. You, okay. I feel like you, Andrew, watch this, watch this movie all the time, so... How often a year? Like, how many times... Do you watch it yearly? Mm-hmm. All of them? Is this the first director's year? cuts? Yes. This is why you don't have time to do anything else, like, new. Because you're always, sp- you like, that takes you, like, what, 75 days? No. So no, no, You fall no. asleep literally always. No, I do So not. how do you watch them in one sitting? You pause them, and then you go do your stuff, and then yeah. you come back and you watch a little bit more of them. Yeah, Andrew. It's nice to have that. chapter stops and DVDs. True. Yeah. So, do you uh, attach it to a certain time of year? Why is it yearly? Christmas. It's a good Christmas movie. Well, they did come around at Christmas, so why not? It did come out at Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Uh, if Die Hard is, then so is Lord of the Rings, I mean, and I'll if, die if, on if that. Harry Potter. I would argue that this some people is more watch of, Harry Potter every Christmas. Yeah, I would true. argue that this is more of a Christmas movie because it came out around Christmas time. I, that's what he just said. Yeah, that's what he was saying. I know. That's what I'm saying. If we're comparing it to Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah, agreeing. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I, a rare occasion where Andrew and I agree. I usually try to watch. I, I usually try to watch these like like right around Oscar time, just because like they they got so much recognition around the Oscars. Mm-hmm. You know, they we'll talk about that right? a little bit later. I know, but like just it just kind of get me in the mood for what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Watching the movies that are nominated for Oscars doesn't yeah. get you in the mood for Oscars. Oh, that too. But like, I do. Yeah, that. 
Cool. So yeah, yeah cool. you're right though. This the fellowship was nominated for best picture, best director, supporting actor, adapted screenplay, thirteen and, and nominations, a ton of others. But those are you know the big <laughs> the big ones for that. Uh, you're right. It is very well regarded film. Now the rest of us, I don't think, have quite the attachment to the movies that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, when was the last time you watched this movie? Prior to uh, this, 2011, maybe. Specific. I like maybe like you know I feel like it, there was a time frame where uh, I was in college. I wanted to get into them, like mm. you know, people. I I had seen them when I, I'd seen I had seen them kind of when they had first come out. I you know I saw Return of the King in theater, and I, I you know had been to friends' houses and they'd had it on, but I never really was. I never really liked it. Got into it. Yeah, and then sometime I was like you know. Everybody, everybody's always talking about it, or a lot of friends talk about it. People in college really liked it, so I was like, "I'm gonna, I'll try it out." And I remember I didn't own them, mm-hmm. but there was a time period where TNT uh, would show like all three movies in a row. Like yeah. they go like, "It's Lord of the Rings Saturday. We're gonna show all three movies back to back to back." And so uh, that was probably the last time I actually watched them. And it's probably a part of the reason why I have such a hard time remembering what happens in which movie sometimes. Oh, because, I just strung together. Yeah, because because I would watch them in that back to back sequence. Usually, by the end of the two towers, I was kind of like too tired. So Lord of the Rings, I would just, too tired. I was, Am I right? <laughs> I, I usually, I would usually, I would usually call it quits and then just watch Return of the King at some later date. <laughs> but Neat. yeah, so I would try. But that was probably the last time I really watched them. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, I don't think you ever watched them again after the first time, right? Correct. Yeah. This is my. This will be my first rewatching since two thousand one, two and three. Wow. Neat. You know why? Because I have better things to do with you, four hours of my That you is actually, absolutely not true. I watch a lot of new things. We know what you I try to keep myself relevant and up to date with current That's not true things either. that come out. That's not true either. I don't live in yeah, the Yeah, and I'm sure uh, the good use of your time was attempting to listen to a Lil Wayne album, wasn't it? That was a much <laughs> no, better use of that. your time. I did stop that. Or the last uh, Kanye album. Old Town Road? That one. See, that's the thing. He skips the things that are actually popular and goes for like Lil Wayne. No, I listened to Old Town Road. So You were the last. I got to tell the story. I got to tell the story. I told this story off mic during our hiatus, and Mm -hmm. I got to tell it now. I, for years, since 2006, and Mm -hmm. I'll get into the specifics why that date. There may be a a flashback episode coming up. I'm already annoyed. For years, I hated on these movies. That's right. Despite the fact that I absolutely loved them when they came out. Right. We would, like, my whole family would treat it as a New Year's Eve tradition where we would go see the Lord of the Rings movies around Christmas time or New Year's Eve, whenever they came oh, out. We did the same thing with Harry Potter. So that was kind of our New Year's Eve thing. Mm. We would go as a family. My dad, is, he uh, had the books read to them, him when he was a kid. And mm. so he was big into it, so he was excited. Loved the movies then. I remember, super excited. And then... I don't know what happened. I think it was just one of those where they're they're so long. And I'm not going to sit down and and do that for that long. And uh, in 2006, Clerks 2 came out. That's right. Oh. And if you go back and listen, I don't remember if I mentioned this in our Clerks 2 episode. This is where we have the flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. We go back to Garrett's review of Clerks 2. So, as an angsty teen in 2006, I was a big Kevin Smith fan. Still am, but like big time Kevin Smith then. He spoke to you. Yeah. And so in Clerks 2, there's a whole section where Randall is arguing with a customer about what the greatest trilogy is. Right. Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Obviously, I was on the Star Wars Randall team. And I will never forget Randall's 
recreation of this trilogy where right. he goes here's the first movie and then he just walks yeah, he walks and then he goes here's the second movie and then he walks and he stumbles and then he walks again and he goes here's the third movie and then he walks and then he takes a fake ring off and he throws it in a volcano and he just kind of goes meh and I went that's exactly what those movies are and ever since then I have hated these movies for no good reason yeah immediately when I turned it on and they started going over the narration I was like I'm an idiot this is great. I was immediately sucked back in. Oh, so wow. I'm that's very, surprising. I'm See, very excited is, to get back in. When I, a shocking reveal. When yeah. I finished watching this movie. Top 10 anime betrayals. Garrett turning on his old Clerks no, himself. No, I will be the first person to admit that I was wrong. I, I thought about that Clerks moment yeah. after I finished this. And and I, I my first thought was, what a flimsy BS excuse of a way to argue out of this movie. That is not even... In a million years, what happens nope. in, yeah. in the it's such, Fellowship of the it, Ring? It's a very, it's a very. It tears it down to its absolute most base level, yes. which you could do for any film. You could say any movie is. Well, I walked from one place to the other. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, I don't know. Randall sucks. He does. I was well, wrong. It's such a thing of like Randall. I love Clerks too, still, but I don't know. That movie's yeah, garbage we'll, and a half, and you I, can listen to our review of it, where I call it garbage and a half. <laughs> If you go back through our uh, podcast feed. Yeah, not to completely rehash Clerks 2, but it was such a thing of, like, it's an intentional troll line. Oh, yeah. You know, like, like Randall is so early internet, just saying, like, the most over, like, the most, most, um, uh, hyperbolic, you know, version of summation. To, just to irritate these two guys. Yeah. One of, it it one, concerns one of me how like easily persuaded you were by it. Angsty 17-year-old at the time. I mean, we all lived that life and yeah. didn't come out thinking Clerks 2 was great. Yeah. Oh, I love Clerks 2. <laughs> <laughs> this will never not be fun for all me. Right. All right. All right. What's next? Let's get over Clerks. Let's move past Clerks 2. What about you, Josh? Uh, so I, I couldn't tell you a time I watched it last. I've seen it a, a couple times at least. Since it came out, but I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. So I don't. I also don't have a lot of connection to it. Um, I liked it when it came out. I read the books when the first movie came out. They're very good, but hard to read because they have big words. And I was eleven, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I haven't tried reading it again. Though maybe I should now that I have bigger words in my brain. Yeah. Big word brain. Big word brain. Big have, word brain. Big yep. brain. You have all the words. I have all, all, the, words. Words. all the words. I do, though. Eh, I won't get into that. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's for a different thing. Um, that's yeah. So that's me. I I liked it. It was. It felt like I was watching it, not quite for the first time, but I didn't remember a lot of aspects of it. No. Now, one of the things that I found difficult when watching the movie was separating it from what I know. Lord of the Rings to be today mm-hmm. versus what it was when it came out mm-hmm. when you didn't know what was coming and it wasn't this uh, pop culture phenomenon because I don't think it was I mean Lord of the Rings as a, as a novel series was very popular mm-hmm. but I don't think it had quite like pierced the mainstream before the movies came out I don't think that level. it's kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons it was no it was no like, Harry Potter no it definitely wasn't a Harry Potter like they were very successful novels but it was also kind <clears> of like can more considered in the at, at 2001 like nerd culture wasn't at its peak so it was like very big like nerd culture mm-hmm. um where it was just kind of again fantasy lit, fantasy based very dungeons and dragons vibe mm-hmm. and that was not 
near as popular as it is currently. I, I would have probably put it on the same level as like the Chronicles of Narnia books, where like kids everywhere have you know like kids all across America in like the sixties, seventies, eighties had either read or heard about these books so like it had it had name power when they announced you know when they oh, said, for we're, sure. we're making lord of the rings people were like oh that makes sense that's yeah. that sounds like that should be a movie like you know like it made sense to people but i don't know i obviously i think the success of the films really kind of established it as like a larger section of of sort of nerd fandom when it comes to you know, comic cons and you know how, you know what the internet sort of pulled towards and things like that. It influenced the whole generation of you know uh, old and o- older fans and new fans. Well, and also, uh, if I can add, like, nope, there was okay. <laughs> we have time. Uh, there, <laughs> cut. there was there was one there was one f- uh, film that came out, one adaptation that came out. It came out in a. I believe the late seventies, and it was no. an, it was an animated the animated movie. Hobbit. The animated Hobbit. Oh, I that. love that movie. And that. Yeah. and that was the Lord of the Rings, like as a whole. Yep. And it didn't really do the novels justice. And I think when I they still loved it. I yeah. mean, I mean, sure, but like, uh, but it's still like you read the books. No, I have not read the books. Yeah, you know, it didn't do it justice. Am because, I the only one who's read the books? Probably, yeah. That's not what I would have expected at all. No, I don't um, the only thing I'll say is, is that hey, like, wait a minute. <laughs> No, the the only thing I'll say is is that like with, to have that much detail in three books and one movie, I don't think you could do that today. Because like the Lord of the Rings deserves a whole lot more. I believe. Yeah, well, oh. I don't think you could fit most. I don't think you I mean, could fit and, three and, books of anything into one movie, right? Well, and, and even and even they even they admitted. I remember in one of the one of the documentaries, even they admitted like we can't fit all of the details from the books into the movies, but we can. We can damn sure try. But on a side note related to The Lord of the Rings, we did find out that you should not take one book and turn it into three movies. That's true. <laughs> the Hobbit. Exactly. Yep. Um, that is true. But that's, maybe we'll get to that one day. I, uh, I hope not. <laughs> I never watched past the first one. I know. I, didn't, I, I think I didn't, you and I saw the first I one together. I think so. And Gandalf. Neither of us went to see the rest. Yeah, it was not good. The only thing I remember we got a, about that. We got a commentary. The only thing I, I remember about that animated um, one, I mean, I remember the, I remember the, kind of what it looked like, but I remember there was a line that as like a nine-year-old just made me laugh really hard because Gandalf shows up and he goes, I am Gandalf and that is me or something like that. I don't know if that's exactly the line, but it made me laugh so much because I'm Gandalf and Gandalf is me or something like that. And I, I thought that was Gandalf the silliest give me thing. Roar. It wasn't. No, it definitely wasn't that. But he just yells, "I am me," and I was like, "What does that mean?" I could have written that. I'm nine. So I thought the Fellowship of the Ring had pretty much everything that a, a fantasy epic should have, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it stand out among. Mm-hmm others it's got adventure mm-hmm. it's funny mm-hmm. it's scary sometimes it has mysterious characters that you, you don't know uh i thought it was funny or it was just like oh that's kind of interesting to see it back for the first time how long they refer to aragorn as strider mm-hmm. yeah. Like, that's yeah not his name and, and, st- and, and i know refer- that now they still referred to him as strider so yeah, like, Sam toward Collins the end of it strider. yeah the- poor <laughs> samwise strider, watching this movie i was like how in the world you gonna name somebody Strider? That's the least Lord of the Rings name I've ever heard. Even the other human is Bormir. Like, you call him Strider? No. 
No, no, no. It's this all, is a fantasy world. It's almost too cool. It is. It's too cool. And that would never be somebody's... That's be the equivalent to Jeff. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know. Call him Jeff. There's a Sam. Ah, yeah, There's I guess. Yeah, but he doesn't go by that. I all. guess that's true. But even Sam is better than, like, more fantasy sounding than Strider, in my opinion, somehow. Well, well, Strider like sounds cool. Like, it, it does. That's Mary. Part. It'd be like if his name was, like, Ripper or something like that. Like, yeah. Oh, that's Ripper over there. He almost miss yeah. him. Oh, yeah. I squeezed my British accent in there. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. I don't remember. Did they explain why he was called Strider? I like, don't. He was posing as a ranger. Because I don't remember the book version. Of so. some sort. Like, he's posing as a ranger, and that was just kind of like the name he went by so that he, you know, because like, he can't tell people, oh, I'm Aragorn. You um, know, descendant of so somebody. An, so, uh, it's so a pseudonym. <laughs> I don't remember what his name was. Something with an Sorry. eye. That guy's name is George. <laughs> um, I I went through it and weirdly was comparing it to uh, because you talk about fantasy and and I again was sucked in immediately and I was trying to, I've been trying to figure this out and I think that we'll have a situation where Josh and I might be on the same page mm. and you could be the dissenting person mm, and Andrew will just sit here for a while. I was somewhat comparing it. To Game of Thrones. Oh. I wondered if they were going to because that, that because Game of Thrones theoretically has very similar features. There's magic, mm-hmm. Sean mystery, <laughs> John Bean, uh, dragons, dragons like magic, oh, no dragons like all this. of those well, things. Well, are well kind in, of. Well, it's a firework. Well, there's well, no dragons in the Lord Fellowship of the Ring. Right, right. right. Oh, but, okay. it, yeah. but it has all of these like pieces that seem to fit into this like Game of Thronesian thing, and I do not like Game of Thrones. And I, I've been trying, since when I watched the movie, been trying to figure out what it is about this that really sucks me in and what it is about Game of Thrones that really pushed me away. Because mm-hmm. if you just look at it on base paper, they have a lot of things that if I like this, I should like this. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Did you have that feeling? Uh, I didn't think about Game of Thrones. I try not to. <laughs> but yeah. I see the similarities. And I i mean, I uh, i think it probably has something to do with... I just think that Lord of the Rings has better characters that I'm more interested in watching. Yeah. I never really got attached to a Game of Thrones character. Mm. Um, they were all bad. And it's also overly dramatic mm. and takes itself very seriously. Yeah. And The Fellowship of the Ring does that less. There's a lot of Hobbit humor mm-hmm. that's very good. That's true. Um, there's a lot more um, various types of like action, I guess. We meet elves and there's elven stuff and then there's, a, you know... The, the, the arrow, oh, yeah, Legolas, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's all that. And, the action, yeah. Whereas... Game of Thrones is just like swords. I yeah. get bored with swords. Uh, yeah. What about you? You're, it's you, not a good... you enjoyed Game of Thrones more oh. than we did. Like, did you see any similarities or well, thoughts like that? The similarities are are clear. You know, there's a, but I feel like the differences are very stark. Uh, yeah. Not to make a pun, wah, wah, wah. but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, because Lord of the Rings, uh, and, and this, I, per my understanding. This is more of a case maybe for the books. Is there's a lot more innocence I think in Lord of the Rings. Um, obviously, there's this big you know there's this towering evil. Um, another pun by accident. I'm sorry, but uh, there you know there's this there's this big evil obviously. But like Frodo and and the hobbits, they live in this idyllic world. Yeah. So like and they're kind of your they're more you know they're your main characters. Yeah. Uh, or at least your central characters. 
And, uh, you know, they're kind of, they, like, leave their idyllic world to go on this, you know, epic quest. Mm -hmm. And so they're kind of, you know, they're underdogs that you can kind of feel for. And Game of Thrones, while it's set in a fantasy world and there's, you know, there are set, there's, there are settings and there are premises that are similar, it's a very different story. Like, it's a very, like... It's a lot darker. It's a very cynical, very human story that's... And not to say that Lord of the Rings can't be viewed as a, a human story, but... I just think it's a very it, comparing them is a disservice to both of them. Sure, um, because they both take the same. Much like comparing Star Wars and Star Trek is to is a disservice both because they take the same premise of you know space setting, uh, you know future space adventure to in completely different directions. So I, I don't really think that the comparison is. It didn't come to mind. Um, the only thing that came to mind when I was watching it was, I really think that Lord of the Rings, they're working on it now, c c can succeed in a television format. Mm, yeah. Just because you look at like the stories they tell, and there are so many characters and so many stories that like there's almost too many mm -hmm. for this even this movie. Like, I wanted to focus on certain points of the story more. But there were so many other characters that we had to like introduce and like introduce tiny little bits of what's going on with them. Um, we can talk about that more in a minute. But for the most part, I don't know. I kind of keep Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones in separate categories. Mm -hmm. And I think it's smart to do that. I was just, you know, on again, on paper, you look at what this sets up in Lord of the Rings and then you look at Game of Thrones and what it sets up on paper. And it's like, I sh you, you would think that there's enough mm -hmm. overlap. It, just, it would get me, but yeah, they, the stories themselves are so different. That, oh, yeah. that is not. It just it just kind of proves. It just kind of no. Just just base paper. It just kind of proves how uh, really the, how much how much uh, leeway there is just with <clears throat> even like with with even like a genre, yeah. you know. They don't have to be the exact same. No. Nope. No. <laughs> no. 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 Who was no. your favorite Hobbit? Oh, my favorite's Pippin. Mm -hmm. But just because I like to say Pippin. Is Pippin the one who liked to... Pippin's the one who literally fucked everything up. Whoa. All yeah. of the time. Whoa. He got everything wrong always. Is he the one that wanted to eat all the time? He wanted to eat all the time. I mean, they all wanted to eat because He knocks obvious, over but... the skeleton in the mind. Was he the one that was like, what about second breakfast? What about second breakfast? And he was what like, there's these... no more breakfast. What about, and, and lunch. He's and not middles. Charlie. Or something like that. He goes through the whole list. Uh, Mo Billy Boyd. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I don't mind him. I, he's very funny to me. He's the, he's the comedic humor because even Mary, his his sort of uh, other half, is kind of the more pragmatic and the more like you know serious minded of the two of them. But also, it's just fun to say Pippin. Pippin. It's one of my favorite names. Oh, Pippin. Fair. All right, Pippin. Fair. It's just fun to say. I like Sam. Sam has a enviable loyalty. That's I think, shocking, about honestly. Him. It's shocking that I like Sam. Yeah. Why? Because you seem like the kind of guy I'd hate Sam. Why? You just seem Why like... Why would I hate a loyal friend? I don't know. What is, what is, what is this? What is this attack on <laughs> this me? This is an intervention. Sam is a loyal friend, but he's also unafraid. Is like, it? he's the one that is Rudy. ready Rudy. to go. Yeah. Rudy. You guys have a very big <laughs> in this movie. That's a good comparison because he doesn't... He's... They're tiny. They call him halflings. Um, he's funny in 51st and season. they just go <laughs> like, also he click. is not afraid to step up grab the sword and go into battle like he charged that cave troll like nobody else oh yeah everybody all, like, all the other ones were hiding and he just said no 
I am in it to win it. And he went to town. I was no. like, get it, Sam. It is. Get it, boy. It is kind of a, a very, I don't know. He feels like a unique character within sort of the, 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 the lore of, of the rings. nerd movies, I guess, you know, like he's so loyal. Like he's like almost, he's kind of too loyal. Cause he's like, he, he's like too willing to die. Like Gandalf makes He it, is he like, I'll he, die. Yeah. Gandalf's I'll like, kill me. Gandalf takes him aside and says, you follow him. Samwise Ganji. And he's like, Yes, like it's almost like programming. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, and he he and he will he refuses to leave Frodo's side. He loves his jumps friend. in front of cra- cave trolls. My favorite is when he jumped into that river, knowing damn well he couldn't swim. <laughs> yep. Yeah. At the end, he's yeah. like, "You can't swim, Sam." <laughs> he's like, "I have to protect you so much. I'm gonna go ahead and die now, so I can't protect you." Yeah. Like it's 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 almost too much, but uh, <coughs> he knew but, yeah, Frodo would come back. It's a it's a really it's it's a you know. It's a solid friendship, and I think that's what I would have liked them to have spent some more time on. Is just their relationship in that first movie. I'll tell you, they my, get to it in the movie. My least favorite Hobbit in this movie is Frodo. Oh yeah, and I'm not saying that he's my least favorite because I don't like him. Mm. He's fine, but that man, that Hobbit, uh, is like the constant obstacle to his own mission. Yep. How many times does he almost die in this movie? Oh, well, none of the other Hobbits really do. He's a pin. He gets stabbed by magical daggers multiple times. <laughs> At least twice. Uh, he's just constantly making a... He's just acting a fool. Oh, yeah. Acting a fool all the time. Oh, yeah. And he's 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 doing as good a job as he can at resisting putting that ring on, but he just can't yeah, do it. Yeah, he's like the, the, the least uh, mentally strong per, uh, hobbit to do this job. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Seemingly. He just but, keeps, but Gandalf was like, gotta be you, dude. Andrew? I mean, his uncle sucked, too. Did you have a fave? His uncle did his best. fave and a hobbit? I had... My favorite... My favorite would be... Aragorn. That's not a hobbit. Oh, hobbit. I'm sorry. (laughs) Even I know that. Damn. Sorry, I thought... Is he human? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a man. Uh, They call him humans. They call him men. My favorite hobbit... My favorite hobbit, I was going to say, was Samwise. I like Samwise a lot. Yeah. Because Samwise was... I think has the most integrity... I think he, uh, of the exactly. of, of the hobbits, and he he doesn't take shit. And my least favorite of the hobbits is Bilbo. <laughs> oh, Bilbo is. Oh, uh, you don't like Bilbo? Yeah, I, I don't like Bilbo because he's the one who started this all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, all he had to do was throw that damn ring in. In, in what's it? In what? In what? Yeah, all what he had to do. Or, all he had to Mount do. Doom? I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. Let me start back over. Yeah, start over. All he had to do was take that ring to Mount Doom and throw it in the fires. When no, was what he did he do that? How did he know that to do that? What? When he was he going to do, do that? that? Yeah. Okay. I don't think he knew what the ring really was. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking of uh, Smeagol. Oh. oh. So, I don't think Smeagol knew what to do either. He wasn't even in this for about two minutes. But like... But he still has... The, but he knew precious. the way to Mount Doom. <laughs> He knew the way to Mount Doom. I don't think he, he knew that he was supposed to destroy movie. it. I don't think he knows that it's a, it had special powers. Or I mean, he knows he knows it has special powers, but I don't know if Smeagol, mm-hmm. Gollum, whatever his original name was. But I'm going to to do that. I'm still going to say that Bilbo <laughs> is the worst of them all. Let's talk about Bilbo Baggins. Can we talk about Leonard Nimoy? And yeah, when yeah, everybody look up Leonard Nimoy, Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins song. Bilbo Have you ever seen Baggins. this? Josh? I, I, you of all people don't know that Leonard Nimoy wrote a song about Bilbo Baggins. Oh Man, yeah, I'll change right. your life right now. Well, all right. So pause the podcast. No, watch this. we're not pausing the podcast. No, no, we're don't gonna tell get going. People to pause the you podcast. You pause. Come back. This uh, is going great. 
Now, oh, Bilbo Baggins. Right. This some bitch. <laughs> he really is a jerk. He really is. He, he, this movie, you know, well, it starts out with like a little explanation of where the rings came from. But the movie really kicks off with um, his... Uh, 111th birthday. But what is it? 111st? Yeah, 111st birthday. His 111st birthday. Where his goal is to just vanish. Yeah, he wants to get out. He's there. he invites the whole of Hobbiton to come to his house to celebrate his eleventy first birthday, and then he's just going to uh, he basically implode or like makes them think that he's dead or something. Yeah. He just disappears, of course, with the power of the ring. He just turns invisible and runs away like the little coward he is. But what? kind of psychopath does that oh it's it's Bilbo it's he's so irritated I guess by I mean, the idyllic life around him that he 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 longs to go back to apparently 60 years earlier when he was on an adventure you know uh, uh stopping the the the, the dragon's uh, smile the like he right. longs for that so much <clears throat> that like on his 111st birthday he finally decides now nah, I'm gonna do it now yeah. I'm gonna leave and go and and do all the things that I I want to keep doing before well, I why die. Why do you have to be in church? Why did he? He literally just invited everybody over. Yeah. Just leave. How that's much, what you wanted to tell him how much he did not like them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And that's then went invisible. Part. What does it say? I, love, I think you'll know. I like you half as much as a something. A, 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 a. I, I don't. I don't remember. Oh my I'll, goodness! I'm drawing a blank. You watch it every year. You don't know that line. No, I don't. Hang on, look it up or should I? Yeah, whoever can do it fastest, I guess. I like you half as much as I should, and I hate. And I don't like the rest of you have as much as you deserve or something. I don't know. Yeah, something, something um, jerkish. I, I, someone find it. Uh, it's a great line, but it's a very mean thing to say. I know. Well, the, the funny part is all the hobbits processing <coughs> the information. They're like, well, it's a very confusing. And they're line. like, I know it's confusing, and it's like I know half of you as well as I should like, mm. and I like less of you half. I like less than half of you as half as well as you deserve. There you go. It's complex. I it know. Is. It's I'm gonna. It's a thinker. And then he puts on the ring and disappears. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he couldn't have done that. Leaving like, his young him. nephew to just live alone. We don't even get into this really because the he couldn't, first, he couldn't have done that. Oh, the sorry. first uh, first thirty minutes, uh, we you talked about it. It hooked you right in. Mm-hmm. Um, first thirty minutes, I think, is actually really engaging. If you aren't a Lord of the Rings fan, I think you'll watch the first thirty minutes and you'll be like, "Oh, okay, cool. I get this. I'm I I'm I'm I'm, I'm up to date. Mm-hmm. Let's do this." You know, and you watch and you, the birthday party and it kind of you go, "Oh." What's going on? No, it's going to happen now. No, oh, well, I guess so, Frodo is 33. The next part... Oh. So he's not that young. So he's middle So the age. next part he looks where Gandalf rides off to find information about this ring, because he's like, this is curious, and he goes to find information, and then he comes back, and it's such a strange moment in the movie because he goes, you know, he tells uh, Frodo to keep the ring safe and keep it secret, right? Yeah, because the Dementors... And then right. he leaves. Not the Dementors. And then, they were Dementors. And then he goes and he finds this information and he comes. he's like, back. And in, in, in the movie, they imply it to be like, maybe a day later, maybe later that night. In the book, apparently it's 17 years that Gandalf leaves for between him giving Frodo the ring and telling him to keep it safe and then him coming back. Wow. That's absurd. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's apparently that's something they were like, yeah, we're not going to do that in the books. We're just going to skip right to <laughs> so Gandalf you, coming back. You talked about the timing of the movie. Man, I'll tell Ring you Wraith. Ring Wraith, Ring yeah. Wraith. Not Dementors. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that like Ringworm? No, it's Ringwraith. Oh, uh, well. They kill you with I call swords. Them. I like Dementors better. Um, this movie went through a roller coaster of time. What, Which is weird, because I don't feel like any moment is wasted. But mm. I tell you what, that first hour feels like four days. 
The second hour <laughs> feels like four minutes, and the third hour feels about right. It is a Goldilocks situation mm. where I was I wasn't paying attention to the time, but there were moments where I was like, okay, I feel like I've been watching this for quite a while. Let's see how much time is left. And I went, and I'm only an hour yeah, in. Yeah, you're like, oh man. And then I checked it again. And I went, oh, I only got 45 minutes left. Yeah. Wow, that was fast. And then the last 45 minutes was normal. But that first hour, while I think it's slow as hell. Did keep me intrigued, but it felt it. Oh, yeah. They pack... I, that was my note, was that they packed a ton into the first hour of There's a lot of... A ton there's, of there's, there's, a, yeah. there's a lot of... Yeah. There's a lot of explanation they need to do in order to get you in... In order to get you in the world of Middle Earth. And to yeah. get Frodo at the door. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. Yeah. They pack a lot into the first hour. I think one of the biggest complaints, obviously, that everybody has with the movie, to the point of it being a joke, is how long the movie are. And and I, I agree with that criticism. I think that this one is a little bit overlong. I think they could have excised 35 to 40 minutes of this movie. And it'd be like two hours and 25 minutes and it'd be solid. You'd go, yeah, great. I think they should have, in my opinion, they should have ended it after they meet the elf queen. Like after they meet Kate Blanchett and she warns him about Boromir. Mm-hmm. Have them go, they get on the boats and they sail off and then the movie ends there. Like with this ominous warning to, you know, watch out. He's going to try to take the ring from you. You know who I'm talking about. And then if you're not somebody who's read the books, you're going, which one is it? You know, is it going to be Aragorn? Is it going to be Boromir? Maybe maybe there's that doubt in your mind. Mm-hmm. If you've read the books, obviously it's not going to be a doubt in your mind. Or if you, you know, love the movie so much, you go home and read the books, you'll find out. But I just think that by the point that they meet the Elf Queen, they had just lost Gandalf and they just had this really cool stuff in the mines and they had like all this big stuff getting there. For it to just like go on for like another like forty minutes after that, you just kind of go, mm-hmm. boy. And, and and I mean, Boromir's sacrifice is great and all that, but it felt I don't know. It just felt like we I mean, just watched Gandalf sacrifice himself. Like how impactful God, Boromir really, was. You know, yeah. How much how much impact did Boromir had dying? I mean, I, I like the scene, but. I, it might have been better as as the at the beginning of the two towers. Yeah, and how I think the books are. I think that uh, Gandalf's sacrifice was a lot more emotional at the time because you thought that he had escaped. Mm-hmm. You thought that he had done it. You thought he'd sent the shadow back to the darkness or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he cracks that whip right at the end when you don't expect it and drops him down. And I think that could have been a good moment to end it. But then, then you got—is this the shortest one of the three, Andrew? Mm-hmm. So then you by one you, minute, it oh, doesn't okay. really. <laughs> okay. so two towers is 179 minutes. Okay, so it wouldn't matter. Too much. So, but then if you cut that off, you still have to have that in the second movie. So then you add another 40 minutes to that movie. What do you cut off there? And then mm-hmm. each movie gets progressively yeah. longer by 40. Well, yeah, some, yeah, some I mean, minutes. I'll 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 have my my, my edit review. Uh, at that during right, yeah, hours. I can't, I can't tell you I, where to edit the second one because I haven't seen it since 2000. I didn't feel this one was too long. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I agree. I thought it was about 30. Yeah, but long. you think everything's better when it's 900 hours because, and it's well, because if you can, if you can't say that none of it was wasted and that it was too long. No, I you don't have that. I'm not saying this. that I think it was too long. I'm saying that first hour felt it, which is, but they did a good job of telling the story. So I was intrigued the whole time. Like there was never a moment where I was bored. But there were the first hour. There were moments where I felt how long it was. Mm-hmm. It's just not a. It's not a. It, I, I'm trying to. It, it doesn't necessarily make sense because. Nope. 
I just sat there and was like, oh my God, this is taking forever. But I am very intrigued in this story. Yeah. It's just like, it's like when Andrew tells a story. We've <laughs> I'm very interested no, in what he's saying. you're not interested in what he's saying. But it takes him like forever that. to get the, to the point. And then when they get to the point, it's like, okay, there, I'm well, there. But it took a long time. If, if, we're, if we're comparing that, and one thing I have to say is, is that like when Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. that first hour... That first hour, I will say, a lot happened in that first 15 minutes. And that first hour was kind of boring. Not going to lie. It was kind of boring. But it sets you in this world. Mm-hmm. It puts you in this world and it gave you the depths of everybody's despair and whatnot. And really, it, it, it put a lot on the uh, on the hobbits of how oblivious they are to the world around them. Mm-hmm. And they want to be oblivious to the world around them. I, I mean, is it long? I honestly don't think so. I, mean, I it is. I mean, I but three hours is long. But but I mean, by like definition. But no, I mean, like, that, that first hour. Come out today are that long, and no one bats an eye. Yeah. that's what kills me. Oh, we, I, we've we've kind of come full circle do. whenever we it comes to cinema. Bit. It depends. I have a big problem with when people complain about how long movies are because you don't actually think the movie's too long in most cases. The people actually just didn't like it. Like I hear that about the Irishman all the time. We talk about movies today. You just didn't like the movie. It's really mm. not that obscenely long. The length of a movie, I feel like, can make a difference sometimes. Um, with this, it didn't make the difference in the sense that I like hated the movie. It's just a, it's just a sense of like uh, when I'm like you never hear someone go. Well, you you might, but I feel like it's not to the same extent. You don't hear someone pick up a book and go, oh, "I wish this book was thirty pages shorter." That's stupid. You yeah. never say that. No, but when you give somebody the a same book, scenario. And you go, here's the book, and they go and they look at it and they go, "This is like a thousand pages." Like that can be a deterrent. You just go, oh, "We have a thousand pages." That's forever. Or they throw it, you know, and they go, I'm not reading that right now. Or at least that's how it was when I was mm-hmm. kid. Is a thousand pages still a long book? I don't know. I don't know. Because, well, I guess it depends on what's the, what would be the, I don't think a three hour movie is equivalent to a thousand page book. So I don't know what the, I don't know what the, it'll take me a year to read a thousand page book, but it'll yeah. take me literally just three hours to watch a movie. That's true. <laughs> but it's a commitment. Three hours is a long, it's a commitment. It's like, commitment is, yeah. If, if movies had a more, Maybe it maybe they kind of do, but I think generally most people accept movie runtimes as being at or around two and two hours. You know, yes, their mistake between like, two hours and two and a half hours. And so when a movie goes beyond that, I remember I remember people walking out of the Dark Knight thinking it was too long, and that movie is like wrong. Two, that movie is I think less than two and a half hours. Yeah, it's it is less than two and a half hours, but honestly, it doesn't feel like no, it, it breezes by. No, and so I remember that complaint in in oh eight. Um, but I, it's not necessarily a problem for me necessarily that like it's so long that I'm like sitting there going, oh god, I'm bored. It was just it for me. It's just it's just a tightening thing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like story wise they could have because Josh and I texted about this. The where the books end versus where the movies end is something they made a conscious effort to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Fellowship of the Ring book ends like I don't know. Uh, in movie time like for like like an hour before the movie ends mm. because they were just arbitrarily cut up by the publishers he he wrote one long book and they were like all right we're not going to release this as one hour long book so chop 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 and so lord of the Rings, like the where the two towers ends and where the where lord of the rings ends uh, the first one it's just kind of arbitrary so they said we want to get we want to end it uh two chapters in basically to two towers is what they did with this movie and i just think that while I understand the premise there to give you a slightly more climactic finish, I feel like the more climactic finish is Gandalf. Mm-hmm. 
and Gandalf sacrifice. So that's yeah. a that's a that's a fair question. So let's talk about the ending because one of the things that it does do is end on a cliffhanger to an ex- I mean, it's a cliffhanger, but it it's I think that or it's a river an, rider. I think that it's an anticlimactic cliffhanger or because they're strider. off. They're going off on an adventure, and I think that the Gandalf thing would have been a more in like dramatic cliffhanger to end on. Yeah. Um, you were talking, Josh. That uh, was it. Ebert or Roper that didn't like the a cliffhanger. Roper. <laughs> Roper. Yeah, so yeah, Roper yeah, didn't yeah. like the cliffhanger ending. And I get it, but at the same time, you know going in, there's going to be three movies. Yeah. So how do you give an ending to this movie knowing that it's going to lead into another one? And I think that the Gandalf ending would have been a better one. That would have been, you know, them coming together and saying, we've got to go forth anyway, Mm -hmm. and we have to trek on. I know this is tough, blah, blah, blah. But that still would have been a cliffhanger ending. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem with the cliffhanger. No. I just think that between the two... Gandalf's sacrifice against the Balrog. I don't know. It would be would be a bigger finish than Boromir, uh, you know, fighting to his last breath to save to not well, to not save Merry and Pippin, and to you know uh, fight off these orcs. Yeah. While it is really cool and it's a cinematic, and I think about it all the time because it's one of the it's one of the the main points in the Sean Bean dies uh, 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 and everything fan theory, you know. Um, and it's it's cool to see some guy just get shot with arrows like four times and like just keep fighting. It's it's a cool moment, but it's not as cool as Gandalf falling into a pit after fighting a giant demon. Yeah, it just seems like the two towers would have been a great place to start. Um, having the fellowship split up, yes, yeah, right. versus having that happen at the end of the first. Yeah, one. they're they're like the fellowship of the ring literally, and I think you know I think it's like Gimli even Gimli says, says like. It. It's broken already. Like, yeah. Fellowship's already already broken. And, you know, Aragorn more or less says, like, well, it's not broken as long as we, you know, continue on what our mission is. We can still go save Mary. Let's hunt some orc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, circle back to the characters. You said your favorite overall was Aragorn, right? Yep. Yes. Did you have a least? My least fit. I mean... Outside of Bilbo, or was Bilbo, Bilbo still your least? I'm going to go ahead and just say Bilbo. Okay. What about y'all? Like, if we put all of them in a pool and you pick your favorites and you least. <laughs> oh, gee. Um, favorite? Probably Gandalf. I mean, you know, Sir Ian McKellen, he's kind of, in my opinion, more the lead actor in this movie, particularly. it's He's the one with all the information, and he's the one with uh, uh, that's kind of moving the story along. Obviously, Frodo's the one who's carrying the ring literally, but he's the... But we, you kind of need Gandalf's wisdom on the situation to tell you where, to, what to go do, and where to go. Yeah. Um, least favorite, uh, Saruman. <laughs> mm. The literal bad guy. The, the, uh, the, the what? Saruman the White. Yeah. Not Sauron. Yeah. He's. Uh, it's not necessarily even that he's the bad. I mean, obviously you're supposed to not like him. He's he's a bad guy. But he just to me and maybe I don't know if this is the book this is the way they wrote the movie I don't know he just seems very one dimensional yeah and so it, it was really hard to really like engage with him beyond just he's the bad guy he's working he, he's he's fallen prey to Sauron's influence it's just I didn't of, like the fact that the bat, the, the eye's name is Sauron and his name is Saruman like yeah, what it's very come confusing. on that, that is very confusing I will say that did get me a little confused like who who am I supposed to Who's, who's well, at least you don't like them both. I mean, realistically, yeah. you don't like either one of them. I didn't like Gimli. I'm gonna be real. 
Oh, you don't like Bambi? Not in this movie. I like him later, if what I remember right. What the hell's wrong with He Bambi? didn't do much of anything except be a fool. Yeah, that's true. He didn't do. He didn't give me much in this movie. That's he was bitching and complaining. Kind of like. All he did was complain and <laughs> give me my axe, and that was pretty yeah. much all he did. No, it's and my axe, and my axe. But like, he just didn't deliver much. I know my he brother. gets more involved later, but in this one, he just seemed like an annoying like guy that they picked up on the side of the road. It was like, we need another guy. You want to join? He's like, yes, I do. Yeah. Well, he's and now just, he's really trying to earn a spot. You know, and he didn't in that first one. He's that starting point. You know, that's his starting point. Is kind of foolish. You know, uh, warrior dwarf. Yeah, and, and you know, we reached his point where he's kind of a still a bit, still a bit foolish in the at the end. We'll get there someday, but he's, yeah, he'll get he, there. He gets more rounded. It's good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and that's why that's kind of what I put about Legolas. Is Legolas is just kind of basic here. Yeah, like there's yeah. nothing impactful that Legolas says in this movie. Uh, he's awesome, and his bow and all the bow stuffs kick ass. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't tell you one line Legolas says in this other than like. He, what is he? He yells something, doesn't he? I could orcs. About the words. To infinity and beyond. He just says, orcs. Orcs. That's the only nine I know that he says. And like yeah. throws it. Yeah. Did you have a lease, Josh? Yes, Bilbo. Oh. Bilbo still. Yep. You like when he turns into demon face? It's one of my favorites. For, for like two seconds? Oh, yeah, it's great. It scares me every time. That, no, did, scary. That, did, that is scary as hell. Very much like to hold it one more time. Um, <clears throat> I wanted... Let's... Uh, let's take this BuzzFeed quiz. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, uh... I think this sounds fun. Random... How much random knowledge... We'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Yeah, how much random Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring movie knowledge I got a question for you after this. After this? Is this this BuzzFeed official? BuzzFeed staff wrote this. Are you asking all of us? No. Okay. I'm just reading it. Just me. I'm just going to no. read it. Yes. <laughs> we'll all answer, and then he'll pick whichever one's right, and no, we'll what figure is the point out. Of the, what's this quiz title? How much random Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring movie knowledge do you have? Oh, okay. It's not like, tell us your favorite Lord of the Rings character and we'll tell you what kind of... No, it's a legitimate trivia quiz. Three rings were given to elves. Nine Mm -hmm. rings were given to men. Right. How many were given to dwarves? I have choices, should you need them. Say it again. I can just see them. Yeah, you can. Say it again. So, three rings were given to elves. Right. Nine rings were given to men. How many were given to dwarves? I'm going to say I know the answer to this. I haven't taken this quiz. I just remember. Thank you. Five, seven, twelve, none. This is a trick question. I want to say five. I want to say five? seven. Seven? Mm, I'm going to say none. It's either none. seven or twelve. Okay. I don't know. I know nine. the answer, so it's seven. <laughs> Go with sevens. That way we get it right. David's on a roll. I'm going to keep my tabs here. What does, on a roll. We're on question one. What <laughs> does Gandalf request upon visiting one. Bilbo? Cheese, limbus, long bottom leaf, or tea? Tea? Tea. Read, read one more time. I'm telling you. What does oh Gandalf God. request upon visiting <laughs> oh, Bilbo? Oh, yeah, tea. Tea. Tea, that's it. Tea is correct. Tea or gray hot. Tea, Gandalf gray hot. <laughs> Oh man, here we go. This is the actual one that I, you have to. I have to type in. Okay, name one of the ten families Bilbo names at the opening of his birthday. Speech. Proudfoot. Oh, I got this. Proudfoot. 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 Brandy Bucks. I'm gonna go with Proudfoot. Brandy Bucks. Uh, proud Feets. Proud Feets. <laughs> it may. He may have said it weird. He said. Know. Well, he says Proudfoots, and then the guy corrects him. Proud Feet. I don't remember. Proud feet? You don't remember? You can't remember one? Proud feet. No. Okay. Proud feet. You got my dear... Brandy Bucks. Bagginsies, Boffins, 
Tooks, Brandy Bucks, Grubs, Chubs, Hornblowers, Bulgers, Brass Brass Girdles, Proudfoots, <laughs> and Proudfoots. Those are the ones. <clears throat> What punishment do Mary and Pippin receive for setting off the fireworks at Bilbo's party? They have to clean plates? Wash dishes. Yeah, they have to wash the dishes. Wash the dishes? That's what I'll think, too. Okay, wash the dishes. Correct, wash the dishes. Who gives away the location of the ring after being tortured? Andrew. Oh, Gollum. Smeagol. Gollum. Oh, is it Gollum that's specifically? No. Golem. What alias does Frodo give at the inn of the Prancing Pony? Oh, hell. Mm, Close. Mr. Weirdly enough. Mr. Alderlin? No. Something like that? Rivendell. Rivendell. That's the name of the elf. Underhill. That's Underhill. Boggins or Schmeagle. Underhill. Underhill. Underhill is correct. I knew it was like Alderlin. Underhill. Mr. Alderman. Oh, here we go. In the book. Glorfindel saves Frodo from the clutches of Nazgul. However, in the movie, it's this character. Elrod, Strider, Arwen, or Legolas. Elrod. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, in the, the movie? Question? In, yeah. the, in the book, Glorfindel saves Frodo from the clutches of Nazgul. Oh. However, in the movie, this character does it. I think it's Arwen. Arwen, yeah. I'm going to go with Arwen, too. Arwen, Arwen is correct. Live Tyler to the rescue. Yeah. If you want him. Sorry, I thought it was who saves him in the book. Who is slash are the last to join the official fellowship during the Council of Elrond? easy. Aragorn, Legolas, Bormir, Merry, and Pippin. Merry and Pippin. Merry and Pippin. That's kind of... It said the last two, and only one option had two. I know, right? What about <laughs> <laughs> Who delivers the killing blow to the cave troll in the mines of Moria? Andrew. Gimli, Legolas. Aragorn, Legolas, or Barmir? Legolas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Shoots him through the throat. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> what gift does Gladriel give to Frodo when he and the Fellowship depart Lothlorien? I don't know how to say that one. Mm. Uh, it's like a Mithril, bottle. three strands of her hair, hashtag creepy, the light from a star, a golden belt. I want to say light the light from a, from a star. It's like in a bottle of some type. Yeah. yeah, what a stupid gift. The light from a star. This what? is an empty bottle. I bet it's going to come in handy. We'll see. How yeah. many arrows is Bormir shot with by Lurts before Aragorn interferes? Four. Two, three, four, five. Three. Well, I'm gonna, Andrew was very confident, so I'm going to go with mm-hmm. four. Say three. Three. Three? You bastard. You're wrong. They're well, still on the right track. And what is Aragorn's final line in the film? For Bormir? Let's go I, hunt some orcs. We will not abandon Mary. I just said it, yeah. Let's hunt some orc. Let's hunt some We'll orc. find them. Let's hunt some orc, baby. Correct. Let's hunt some Overall, orc. the So Many Sequels got 11 out of 12 correct. Not too shabby. But on a personal note, David got 12 out of 12. Mm. 
We are truly the wisest and fairest of all beings. You definitely know your <coughs> LOTR movies. You even have the most minuscule, de- or even down no. to the most minuscule details. You Hardly. have my sword. Yeah. Hardly. So these were not minuscule details. Uh, so is there anything else about the movie specifically to discuss before we move on to our next segment? Uh, I want to talk about how kick-ass the Balrog looked. Okay. That's an Bal- awesome movie the creature. Balrog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty cool. It's an awesome movie creature. You can really tell because the... 2000, the cave troll that they showed just earlier, that's what you kind of expect from a 2001, uh, you know, movie's CGI. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, you're like, oh, yeah, this is kind of a little blocky. It looks like clay. You know, it's not necessarily just super great looking. Well, and then I, a Balrog shows up, and you're like, F. I had the same reaction when uh, Gladriel turned into that little yeah. like, demon witch. I yeah. was like, this looks the, bad. She had the Instagram filter on. It looked good at the time, but it looked bad now. Yeah. But the Balrog did look pretty good. One uh, changing the subject a little bit. One thing I was going to say was like the budget of this movie mm. was like the budget of three movies. It was three hundred million dollars. So yeah. three like one hundred million dollars per movie. Mm-hmm. That's like one so, of the most expensive movies to make at the time. Yeah, and like well, like a hundred million dollars for a movie like this when Titanic was two hundred million just a few years earlier. I'd say it's pretty good. Honestly, yeah. And it looks amazing, and it's aged. It's aged pretty well. There are some aspects that there are some aspects to it that have been just like, oh, that was on a green screen, it, and you can definitely tell. Mm-hmm. But there are times when, when, I mean, we were just watching, we were watching something right before yeah. that, that still kind of blows my mind about how well the CGI looks. Yeah, the uh, part of the reason is they used so many different. They used every trick and technique that they had available at the time. Yeah. Um, there's these miniatures they use for so many shots. There's these uh, big, like they have these like miniatures that are like an eight scale, and they have miniatures that go up to like I don't know, like a, a sixth. You know, like where the you know they're as tall, like there's the buildings that are as tall as the person standing next to them. And um, they had this one set for for Mordor that took up an entire parking lot in miniature, like in this miniature look where like Sauron's tower is. Um, so like they're blending that with the CGI they have at the time, and they're blending that with... And then they add on, like, forced perspective tricks to make the hobbits look the same size as... You know, look look proportionately small compared to, you know, the humans, and uh, just incredible editing tricks. It's so groundbreaking, and yet, at, and at the same time, that's why a lot of it holds up so well, is because yeah. it's not just all the CGI they had at the time, it's combining, you know, some of the stuff that had really been available before but using all of it at once in a really incredible way mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. I guess the technical value just is unbelievable absolutely unbelievable and it's still it's still great today yeah in a lot of places it's still incredible mm-hmm. cool awesome well should we do box office well no I got one more thing oh, to yeah, ask what, oh. what, uh, you and I talked about this the other night oh, what I are your favorite it. Lord of the Ring memes oh because I could not watch this movie without every time a meme line yeah. coming up going like chuckling to myself it sucked me out of it a couple times honestly it's Let not the just, movie's fault though I'm just gonna yeah. jump in real quick and say none because I don't really I'm not a meme person so I don't I don't know yeah, I mean, so it's, it's, hard to not, it's hard to not see them I mean you got you got frustrated Boromir where you know you don't, one does not simply walk into Mordor that the I, he, I was like said it he, he said, said the meme uh, you know you got second breakfast we talked about earlier with yeah. Pippin what about second what about second impeachment mm-hmm. you know all that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, 
Uh, there's the you know what about standing side by side with a friend? That's king. That's that's king. That's um that's wrong movie. Uh, that's Return of the King. Oh, a new one that's kind of come up recently that when he said it in the movie, I went, oh yeah, it does happen right there. Is uh, Frodo looking at Gandalf and going, all right, then keep your secrets. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> the little delicate way he says it. Um, but definitely the one that uh, made me chuckle out loud because I had literally forgotten about it was when Gandalf gets to the pass and he goes, I have no memory of this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I laughed really hard myself because I use that meme so many times in college. Being like, I have no memory of this lesson. Oh, there's also there's also you shall not pass. You oh yeah, say yeah. That. there's Gimli's and my axe and my is a great axe. internet meme. You yeah, see that on I see that on Reddit a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's always the third comment in a thread. <laughs> and my yeah. axe. My axe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which of those is my favorite? Hmm, probably, probably you shall not pass. Yeah, that's probably my that was great one. for school. It was good. It lasted for a long time. Still goes, I think. I Andrew, what, do you have a favorite yeah, Lord of the Rings? Yeah, movie? Yeah, really. A, a moment that I was always surprised never became more of a meme is when the Balrog first shows up. It made me laugh my butt off when I was like in my I was like eighteen or nineteen when I was watching uh, Fellowship of the Ring and. This is probably the first time I actually got to watch it, and I was uh, he's describing the Balrog coming, and he has this whole thing about oh, the dark places where the flame dare not go, or something like that, and he's like, there are some things, that are... and everybody's like listening really closely, and like there's this big footsteps coming, and he just goes, run, and like he just takes off, and like you watch everybody go, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> behind, like, like, you can't just yell and run, you know, like we're listening to you, and he just takes off running. And they all just like you know Scooby Doo out of there. It's, <laughs> it made me laugh so much because he like he is like he suckered him in. Like I'm getting a head start on these fools. Yeah. Nobody tosses a dwarf. All right. Not now, the bear. Now let's move on, yeah, move on to, to your new and improved box office segment it's, that I hope eventually we'll have like I don't know a little tune for. Yeah. Do 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 do. It's the box office game. Cha-ching. David. I don't know. So, yeah, we're moving a lot of things. Top fives is what I'm all about these days. Top fives! Top fives! He's not good enough. I need five. Uh, the Fellowship of the Ring debuted, the, like you said, the weekend of December 21st, back in 2001. Finished with number one of the three-day opening total of $47 million, which is kind of like, you think, oh, that's not that big. Yeah, it's exactly it was, right. It was, it, was, it was somewhat big by that by that, that day's standard, but when you think about, you know, these movies, these big franchise movies come out today, you think, like, oh, $90 million opening weekend, mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. 47.2. Especially around the Christmas time. Yeah, and uh, when you extend it to its five-day total, it was $66 million because this opened up on the 21st, and so it Christmas. Goes, Christmas, it's a five-day weekend. Um, also in the top five this weekend, this actually might be, this is actually a really fun little list, but in the top five for the weekend that the Lord of the Rings debuted, you have Ocean's Eleven Ooh. at number two, made $14 million. Uh, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Wait, wait, wait. Ocean's Eleven opened and made $14 million? No, no, no. Ocean's Eleven was in its third week. Okay. Jimmy Neutron opened and made $13 million. Jimmy Neutron Boy Jimmy Genius. Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Uh, he flies through the stars to get candy bars. Uh, number four in its uh, second week was Vanilla Sky. And do you guys remember this movie? At number five, making $7 million and opening that weekend against Lord of the Rings, uh, was the movie How High. Oh my oh god, my with Method Man and Red Man, that with movie Method gets Man watched more often than the I've seen that movie more often than I have Lord of the Rings. I know, that's one of those, go- that's one of those good burger <laughs> movies that's stuck in your head. That's one of those... <laughs> 
it is. Do not call that movie Good Burger. I didn't say it, for Garrett. It exists in that same realm of his brain. It's on the same it's like, time. It's, it's not a good realm, movie. man. I didn't say it's a good movie. It's not a good realm. No, no it's, it's a bad. bad it's a terrible movie. It's a bad mm, realm. It's where it's where he sits around eating Dunkaroos. Uh, Blank listen, man. I know I just I know I just said that I'm only doing five, but number six that weekend was Harry Potter and, and the Sorcerer's Stone. There you go. You gotta throw that. Harry Potter was so, six. Number six. It's so been it was, out for it, over it, a month. Yeah, it's it been, been out for over a fair. month. Fair. So no, it's the highest grossing movie of the year. So uh, <laughs> so no sequels in the top five that weekend. But you have the, uh, the beginning of, the of three races. franchises. Three franchises there. You got Lord of the Rings, Ocean's Eleven, and uh, of course uh, Harry Potter down mm, there. They're coming out with a new How High, actually. Oh yeah, this is a Wait, real how thing. High too. This is a real thing. It doesn't have method it or rhyme. Too. Then it's not How High. With, with, at least, with at least one of them. Fellowship uh, would go on to finish with three hundred and thirteen point three million dollars in the United States uh, over its run, and then you add in five hundred and seventy million from overseas, which was very good for that time period, bringing its total to eight hundred and eighty-three point seven million dollars so as a movie didn't cross that billion dollar mark but then but then again at that time period nothing nothing crossed the billion dollar mark except for a titanic so that was a pretty good uh worldwide finish for that day and time so uh other movies the top uh, the other top movies of 2001 uh this is a pretty fun list too so the number one movie of 2001 was harry potter and the sorcerer's stone uh, this is domestic numbers. Finishing at, Dang right. uh, finished at $317 million, uh in the United States. Number two, Lord of the Rings. Number three, uh, somebody once told me that the world's going to roll me. That's right, it's Shrek. Shrek! Baby, maybe the Shrek! only movie with more memes. Yeah. Lord of the Rings wow. at this point. And number four, Pixar bringing it home with Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. And okay. number five, the highest grossing sequel of 2001, <clears throat> Rush Hour 2. Now, I would read the worldwide numbers that are the exact same, except for instead of Rush Hour 2, it's Ocean's Eleven at number five. That's a better choice. Um, So, yeah, some other honorable mentions of 2001, A Beautiful Mind, uh, Fast and the Furious, Planet of the Apes, Legally Blonde, Training Day. These are all movies that either had sequels or were really well regarded. Uh, And David's favorite underrated movie, A Night's Tale. Um, It is underrated. Yeah. I ain't never seen it. You've never seen Nice House? Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. That's what I'm saying. I can't tell you how, Fantastic. like, for a for a split second, I actually felt anger. <laughs> he watches 12 hours of the same movie every year. Won't watch nothing new. That's why I get mad at him. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy of medieval movies. Now, let me move on here. Um, I'm really... I'm going to watch Lord of the Rings. You know what? No, all I'm three just of them, dis- all the time. I'm disappointed in you is what it is. It's <laughs> great. Will I, I, watch I have three words for you. Get in line. It's a blast. You'd be disappointing everybody. It's a blast. Days. Make sure you watch the actual cut, though, and not the lame uh, TV cut. Uh, yeah, never watch the TV cut of anything. We've made a few previous trips to watch 2001. The... You can go back and listen to our Ocean's Eleven podcast. True that. Uh, I wasn't on that, but and I, I'll, I'm so sad. You can listen Because anyway. I love Ocean's Eleven. That's yeah. one of my favorites. They were good. And then uh, the other movie we did know one was uh, Hannibal when we did our uh, yeah. our, uh, our Hannibal Lecter series. Yeah. I don't even remember that one. Don't you don't remember that. watching Hannibal? No, I remember watching it. I don't remember that movie at all. It wasn't good. That was the one with the other brain getting it. Mm, I remember that part. That whole series was regrettable. That was bad. <laughs> Not the first one. <laughs> well, yeah, it I like the last one. Yeah, okay. That's the only one I watched for the se- I watched well, I watched the first I watched the first one and the third one. I skipped Hannibal. Yeah. So, so now we're That's going it. to uh 
To move on to our guessing game, which this season we are doing it differently. We are yeah, we are abandoning Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. A system which I think is a little too uh, controversial these days. It's just it's too easy to game, and I just don't like it. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a good way to rate a movie. I think that uh, the way that we do this and the structure that we have, it's better to go after the fan base that is like movie nerds like us. Whereas, you know, uh, you got the critics, and they're like hoity-toity sometimes. And then you got the trolls well, the problem on is, Tomatoes, and you don't want those Yeah, either. those are good. But the problem is, like, sometimes you could have a, a movie could be at 100%, but all the good reviews are 3.0. Yeah. Because that's a good review. Right. Like, that's not. Yeah. That's not 100%, as most people would see it. Right. So that's where the issue comes in. So we're going to move on to a, a better website. We're going to move on to Letterboxd. We've talked yes. about Letterboxd a lot on this website, Let or on Letterboxd. this podcast. We're going to talk about it even more these days. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll hear us one day yeah. and send us a t-shirt hey, you know, hey, or something. If, if you don't have Four it. Four t-shirts, I, preferably. I was a late adopter. I was a late adopter to uh, Letterboxd. You guys were telling me about it. And it's a ton of fun. And so, like, if you, uh, if you like listening to the show... Yep. Get an account. We and uh, follow us on it. We have individual accounts, but we also have a new so many sequels we do. specific we do. account. We do. Follow us there, and uh, you can uh, put up your reviews, and we'll you know we'll check yep. them out. Letterboxd is a social media network for movie fans. You rate and review movies. You log them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can write a review. You can make a list. You can rank your movies. It's fun. You follow people. You comment on their reviews. You read funny ones. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So um, Letterboxd. Uh, you can rate movies on a zero to five star scale. So the way this game is going to work is I'm going to ask everyone here to guess on a five uh, star scale, and it could be three point one, four point eight. It can be any any four point blank, yeah. three point whatever. It's basically, a scale of fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. You, well, know, you can't you have, guess fifty. Well, no, but basically <laughs> because you have because you have anywhere between. You know, zero point zero, zero point zero, and five point zero, and so you could have like seventeen is essentially the same as one point seven. You know, so we're gonna do that, and this this won't happen for all the movies, but this one has a has a second bonus question. I'm gonna ask everybody. Ooh, interesting, fascinating uh, details. So let's go ahead. We'll start with Andrew. Zero to five. What do you think the letterboxed fan base community uh, rated this movie? And just for. Sh- I don't know, shits and grins. It has been rated by 6.7 thousand fans. I'm going to go with 4.1. Okay. David? I'm going to say 3.9. Mm. I was in a very similar area. 4.1, 3.9. Oh, man. I think that it's like, I'm going to I'm gonna $1 you, Bob, and go uh, 3.8. Mm. Okay. So the winner is Andrew oh, with 4.3 is the official rating for this movie. Now the bonus question is The Lord of the Rings The Fellowship of the Ring is situated on Letterbox uh, list of top 250 movies of all time. Ooh. Where oh my from goodness. 1 to 250 does this movie rank? 72. Okay. I'm going to say it's 4.3. There's so much gap there between 4.3 and what has to be. Like, the highest ratings have to be, like, 4.8 or 4.9. I can't... I'd have a hard time believing there's a 5.0 movie. Um, I'm going to say... You said what? 
73? 73. There is not a 5.0 movie. I just checked the top movie. Uh, It's going to be 61. Okay, so you said what? Top 73. 73, 61, and... I don't think it made the top 50. I think it did. I'm going to go... Oh, my goodness. Is this the most... No, because... I'm going to say 80. Okay. Is this the most beloved of the three? That is the opposite of what you just said. I know. Well, I thought about it more, and I was like, I don't think this is the most beloved of the three, and I figured those other ones would be higher. So the person who got closest Mm -hmm. is again Andrew. Oh. It is sixty-nine. Nice. Oh, nice. Sixty-nine. (laughs) Sixty-nine. Interesting. And because we will never review this movie on this podcast, because it. It doesn't have sequels and probably never will. Ooh, the is it Parasite? N- the number one movie is Parasite. Yeah, yeah, it's I knew that. Top rated movie. It just knocked off the Godfather. Yeah. Uh, Letterbox promoted that. Yeah, Godfather, and then Godfather Part Two is number three. So, which makes me want to see Parasite again. Yeah. What's you, number? You can do that. What's the highest sequel on there? Godfather. The highest sequel would be the Godfather Part Two. Oh yeah, I didn't think about. It. Sorry, sorry. Um, about it. After so that, though, it's the Dark Knight. Oh, here. which we've already done. We've already so. Done. I That's that number 15. Be, I figured that was going to be the case. So next week, um, Andrew will run the game for yeah. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Ah, damn. So what do uh, we all, like you said, David, have Letterboxd accounts. Has everybody r- rated this movie on Letterboxd yet? No, uh, not yet. Cool. I did my job. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't because I didn't want to actually see the score. Oh, that's fair, I guess. So I, I, I don't I, wait until we watched it. Well, I gave it four and a half stars. Okay. What did you? What would you all give this movie? I think it'd be fair to give it four and a half too. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give it four stars. A four stars. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with four and a half too. So oh f- damn! I will also go with four and a half. You do it. <laughs> you do what you want. Hey, you don't let I, us I, influence you. I, it, it's so it's so hard Wait. because it's hard to rate the movie on its own. But I this isn't my most beloved of the three. I like it a lot. But so the the official. Four stars. The official so many sequel score averages out to four point three. Wow, sweet! I like sweet. this. I like this system. This is yeah. a good system. This is good. I like yeah. this. So follow this us good. on Letterbox. Yeah, follow uh, so many sequels pod on Letterbox. I think it's pod. I don't know if it, if it's not, then don't put the pod on. Um, that's the end of the show, though. Yep. Season three. Season three kicking off. Yes. Um, you can find us online at. Uh, Facebook.com. Why do I always say that? Just go to your Facebook app yeah. and type in so many sequels. Right. No one goes to Facebook.com. We're also no. on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. We're also on Spotify. Yeah. We got a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Patreon. Yes. Please Give go. us money. This <laughs> is free and we need money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, look. What we do costs money, but we do it for free. Yeah. Uh, basically, we really want Patreon. a website. Just type in so many go you know type in patreon.com slash so many sequels or just type in so many sequels and you'll get the uh, so many sequels podcast and you'll get the patreon account uh, you know you don't have to give a lot if you do if you choose to give we have a dollar tier we have a three dollar tier the goal is it all just goes to make the podcast better it doesn't go into any of our pockets necessarily like the only thing it's gonna do is help us buy maybe studio time buy new equipment buy a table. Any of the things that would, might make the show better, yeah. that's what it's going to go to. Um, so love. if you like, if you like the show, if you want to help support it, we know we have uh, people listening uh, from different areas, and that's really exciting. You know, join us. We also have a community thread on there. I'm trying to do uh, some work to create uh, posts for people to respond to to give their opinions on the movies before we watch them. 
So And you can do this for the cost of one cup of coffee a month. Yes. Just five bucks a month. Yeah. One, you could go less if you wanted, but I think five is better. <laughs> one candy bar. Five is good. One set, candy bar. You gotta set the five dollar tier, hang on. Yeah. One can of Coke. My God. Well, that's like a that's like a dollar fifty. We do want to thank. But still, sorry. Before we go, we do want to thank our current patron, oh, Matt yeah. Archibald. Yeah. yeah. What are we gonna do with that dollar? Huh? What are we gonna do with that dollar? Oh, we're saving it. We should frame it. 15, yeah, we should frame, we should it. frame it. We need fifteen it. more dollars, and we can we buy do. one month. We'll take a hammer to precious, it. precious domain space. Precious. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, we just stole Andrew's outro. We did. Does he still do that? Did we cancel that? I don't remember. Depends on if he's got a good one. Do you have a good one? I oh. had a good one. Well, you got a it good was, one, so we'll let you say it. Wait, was that it? it we, he was going to do a precious. Oh, wow. Dang it. <laughs> uh, that was not Smeagol. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, we went through all the social media. Share the share the show on your... Share it, please. Yeah, share it around. Share it around. Yeah, just we're on all the ninety percent of you know us. Yeah, you do. Help us out. Yeah, we, the ten percent who don't share us too. And, and we, we like you half as much as we know you. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> this is off the rails. Okay, so that's it. Uh, see you next time. Oh, we'll see the two towers. Yeah. Fly, you fools. <laughs>